Thanks for rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, heavy We had a very Let's go ahead, Terrace Chase, and for the the heavy Hello. We have a new segment. Rolling in. <laughs> Rolling down this hill. <laughs> Cartwheeling poorly down this rocky mountain. And. What are we? What should we call this segment? <laughs> Carrier pigeon mail. Um, we should call this segment letters. <laughs> letters. Um, letter corner. Oh God! You vomit an olive. <laughs> I'm like, why am I burping as I drink olive juice and fucking Bud Light seltzer? Health queen. I am gonna be on a juice cleanse tomorrow. Okay. It's just it's just olive juice. <laughs> it's Bud Light. I'm just drinking olive brine. Oh god. Um, we could call this what is a good name for this? I feel like I feel like it needs to be organic, so I like I feel like we're just gonna eventually come up with it. I, I don't agree. think we should so worry about it. So here's some right bullshit now. y'all sent us <laughs> and you guys fucking came. Through. Welcome to a new segment, to new segment called Bullshit Corner. It's where we read you your submissions, and they're all bullshit. I'm gonna kick it off. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, it's where we bully you guys. I w- I would like to kick it off personally. And what if I just want to say we promise to keep this anonymous. <laughs> we just we spill names. <laughs> Starting off with oh my god, chrysanthemum. Oh my god. Um, I do want to say she wants to be friends again. I do. I do want to say. Uh. So these are stories that you guys, storytelling corner. I'm just saying what sticks. Um, these are stories that you guys sent in. After, <laughs> start over. Centaur story corner. We don't need to worry about it. Right now. <laughs> we need to figure it out immediately. You're like, I am not reading another fucking word. Okay. I will sit here until three in the goddamn morning. Okay. So we asked you guys for stories and questions and stuff from last week's topic, which was sex, I guess was last week's topic. Just vague sex and circumcision. Penetrated. Yeah. Unfortunately, no one sent in their adult circumcision (laughs) story, which was disappointing. Um, I guess I'm just special like that. Circumcision corner. I think Claray. Claray's gonna literally. <laughs> Claray's gonna get us started with hers. I am. Do you want to just trade off? Yeah. Do you want to just read the messages as they were sent? Some people. Well, I'm gonna be reading. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, like, well. just read the words that were written. Like, yes. Started off with like. Hey guys, okay. Yes. You're like, do you want me so, to read this email? And I'm like, that is what's happening. I was thinking about doing an interpretive dance. Once again, this is an audio medium. Okay. This one really brought me a lot of joy. <clears throat> Not even insane, just funny, but lost my virginity. So this person clearly does believe in virginity. Not a not a real fan. Welcome to Virginity not Corner. A, not a true brain cell. <laughs> One of our little brain cells. Not a true student. Ew. Not even insane, just funny, but lost my virginity while watching The Road to El Toronto <laughs> and watched over his shoulder the whole time. The like wide eyes emoji, content smiling emoji, heart. Love you. Thank you, listener. Oh my God. That, is that a listener, classic. though, has been a day one. Shout out. I love I you. was going to lose I my virginity so while much. watching The Office in the back of my Chevy Volt, but we were making out before I could even take out the portable DVD player. I'm glad you didn't. All right. Are you, re- are you ready for this? has a better ring to it. Yes. Okay. This person's name is Up Your Butt. <laughs> <laughs> is that a given name? While studying abroad in London, I went to pre-drinks with a bunch of Brits and this random guy I had never seen approached me. He was tall, and I was like, okay. He said, hey, my name is Hansel. What's yours? And my immediate response was, hey, Hansel, where's Gretel? I internally said, fuck you. Why the fuck would you say that? But was also drunk enough that I started to laugh out loud. And he was like, I've literally never heard that before. So obviously, we went to the club, made out, fucked, and we never spoke again. (laughs) 
Did you leave breadcrumbs all the way to your pussy? <laughs> okay, this one genuinely brought me so much fucking joy. <laughs> okay. This is also so my excited. greatest... I can't believe we're just like really putting my greatest fear on the line here, which is reading things out loud. Popcorn. <laughs> popcorn reading corner. <laughs> popcorner. Okay. <clears throat> I'm so excited. Ah. Oh. <laughs> You look, you look for- like it's Christmas. You're like, ah. I'm really happy. It's just because I know this story previously. Oh, okay. um, I'm also, this is so stupid and not funny, but I keep wanting to give everyone a fake name. I mean, I do too. I keep in it, on our website, on our website, brainstillgirls.com slash contact. Um, when you enter your name, it can obviously be a fake name. Um, <laughs> not like verify your identity. <laughs> You have to put your social but in. People, <laughs> but people have put fake names, and it's so funny. The next one's funny. Continue. I'm sorry. Okay. I dated a mortician a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Period. We're off to end. a great start. Okay. And he lived in a tiny room inside the funeral home where he worked. I can fucking, like, I this can sounds s- fucking fake, but I- I can smell I know that it this room. Okay, I a pause. If you have a story, I, I I could not date or be with someone who did that <laughs> or lived there. No judgment, home person, but couldn't miss me. <laughs> miss me with that mortuary shit. What home the fuck? Person, it's the gender inclusive version try, of home girl. I try to be home folk. Homeboy's gonna like get it. That video changed my life. Home person. Home person's gonna Same. like get it. Your your boss story. <laughs> She says it to me every day. She's such a nut. She's like, homegirl's gonna get it. I'm like, please Venmo it. me. I don't have any money. <laughs> like, and she's like, homegirl's gonna like get that Venmo deposit. <laughs> Bella dude's like, homegirl is broke in Springfield. <laughs> okay. If your story has elements that seem fake, I want it yes, even yes. fucking more. If you have a story where you're like, no one would believe this, we would. But don't actually send us fake stories. <laughs> like we want real stories. Because I'll fucking kill you if it's fake. I'll, we'll also know if it's fake. <laughs> we are fact checking. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are really <laughs> smart, and we can smell that shit. <laughs> and this one's real. Okay, I dated a mortician a few years ago, and he lived in a tiny room inside the funeral home where he worked. Nope. I'd go over there on days when he wasn't working, and we'd have absolutely wild sex. Handcuffs, choking, ice, blindfolds. It was like regular kinky sex, but the whole building smelled like the stuff they use for embalming. Is that formaldehyde? Usually... Or is that something else? It might be. What's formaldehyde? Right in. My sister in med school. Right in, listener, My sister in med school know. has to work with dead bodies, and she's like, Ew. she's yeah, she's described the smell, and I'm like, atrocious. <clears throat> Okay, and there was usually a funeral happening in the next room. <laughs> One of these days I was uh, there. Ah, yes, my kink. <laughs> <laughs> Not necrophilia, but a dead body in an adjacent room. No, my kink is... Me when someone kink, died one unit over. My kink is grieving like, families. like, anybody else's pussy wet as hell? <laughs> grieving families get my anus throbbing. <laughs> continue one of those days i was there and we were just going at it and he was on first call which means if they need him to work they'd send him a message and he'd have to go in and help with something he got a call in the middle of sex and they sent him to run an errand that's in quotes and he asked if i wanted to tag along i was kind of shocked and said yes so we got dressed, walked to the funeral home, and got in the van, which has two bodies in the back. <laughs> this man didn't see any, didn't see anything weird about the situation. He continued to try to keep the mood sexy by talking dirty to me and asking me if I wanted to give him roadhead. I would it's very much like there. to do that, please. Any mortician, any gay morticians out there that want to let Nick blow them while they're driving around? Not one, not three, but two dead bodies. Two, no more, no less. I will not give you roadhead <laughs> unless there are two bodies in the back. Massimo's like, should I pursue a career in morticianism? He just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Going to find two dead bodies. <laughs> <clears throat> 
I did not oblige. <laughs> what a storyteller. Right? I genuinely. <laughs> Get an MFA. <laughs> we drove the van to a nearby graveyard, <laughs> dropped off the, the cargo, cargo, and went. Cargo! <laughs> dropped off the cargo and went back to his place at the funeral home. It was obviously weird as hell. <laughs> we did have more sex later that night, though, so I guess it didn't the ruin, ruin the mood too much. Thank you, listener. God fucking bless. Wait, I have a question. How does ice work with kinky BDSM sex? This person says, so it's like a sensory thing. If the person sucking on tits or dick has ice in their mouth, it's great on the receiving end. I don't recommend getting ice in or around the, a pussy, though. I disagree with that. I an ice mouth blowjob. I've ne- actually never it's heard of that. Hot. I've heard of people like eating a fuck ton of like minty Tic Tacs and then like Tic Tacs. That was they're called. Mm-hmm. And then like sucking dick or like chewing a bunch of gum or like same kind of concept. Mm-hmm. It's like a cold. I I've had someone like eat an ice cube and then go down on me, and it's pretty hot. But like it, the. Obviously, like, bodies are warm unless you are literally fucking a corpse. Sorry, next time I go down on you, I'm going to down a slushy beforehand. Fuck yes. I love slushy at my pussy. Didn't someone at your high school get fucked with a popsicle one time? Sounds like some straight shit I wasn't involved in. (laughs) But in my experience with ice, you can process that as you will while I say this. Ice dissolves in the mouth. Uh And then, like... It only stays cold for a little while. So it's in my experience, like maybe not for you, listener. But for me, it's one of those things that's like hot, but kind of hard to keep up with. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, or you have to like keep. Reloading. Keep an ice bucket at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. They were fucking at a mortuary. So maybe there was ice on the ready. Yeah, I don't. If that high mortuary listener, if you have more stories in that vein. Please let us know because that just made my night. Okay. Next story from the website. This person's name is Alpha Male. (laughs) Good. Okay. Dear brain cell girls, during my. (laughs) Um, We love our fans. We like to only be addressed from here on out as Vanguard and Prefect. So, brain cell girls, that's nice. But not appropriate. Nice thought, but ultimately incredibly disrespectful. (laughs) And I won't be reading this message. (laughs) As your penance. Oh my God. You're going to get a spanking alpha male. All right. During my. Wait, who is alpha male? Do you know who it is? Yeah. Who is it? I'm going to tell the story and then you can guess. (laughs) During my junior year of college, I was fucking my math tutor. For reasons that don't need to be explained in this chapter of the saga, we did not want people to know, so this was a secretive kind of thing. One night, I got a text from her saying she had her apartment to herself, so I went over there to study, quote-unquote. Now, we had been hooking up for a while, which meant things were starting to get a little freakier. Long story short, she was tied to the bed, in a respectful way, but not like too respectful, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Anyways, we're going at it almost to the finish line. (laughs) Then right as I'm about to come, we hear what nobody in the situation wants to hear. One of her drunk roommates arriving home. We hear the front door shut and the drunk roommate yells out that she has something she wants to tell the tutor and footsteps quickly begin approaching the door. No, no, no. No, Which we now simultaneously realize is unlocked. I somehow become airborne and fly <laughs> off the bed. We untie her and I sprint to the door to lock it. Now, quick intermission. For the next part of the story, you'll need to understand the layout of the room. The bedroom is a basic square shape with the bed directly across from the door and two walls on either side. Did I write the story? This is a lot of detail. <laughs> Holy shit. So if you're lying on the bed. No, if you wrote it, there'd be backstory about like what applying for the apartment was like. You're and like, where and I what got you the need rope. to know is that I was like highly depressed when I applied for this apartment because I'd been cyberbullied. That's how Nick would have told it. And I guess we'll get to the real story next episode. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me. It is important that we know the layout of the room. 
The bedroom is a basic square shape with the bed directly across from the door and two walls on either side. So if you're lying on the bed looking forward, you'll see on each wall from left to right the following. A wall with large mirrored closet doors, the bedroom door, and then another wall with mirrors. Got it? Okay, back to the story. It's bad luck to have mirrors facing mirrors, just so you know. Yeah, because then it gets an all infinity-like, and that is terrifying. And then you open a portal to hell, a.k.a. my pussy. Just so you know, Ryan is going to make a drink, so keep telling your story so you can cut out my sound. Yeah, of course. Okay, back to the story. I sprint over to the door, naked as fuck, and hear the footsteps no longer approaching, but arriving. I reach to lock the door, but the knob is already turning. I'm too far away to hide in the closet, as the roommate would see me the second the door cracked open. My clothes are on the other side of the room, so there's no time to run over there and get dressed and act like I was actually there to be tutored. So I froze. The door opens wide, but I'm still behind it. With the roommate standing in the doorway. This is a fucking joke. This is, this is lend me a tenor. This is a farce. (laughs) This is not real. (laughs) This is this podcast. This is a farce. With the roommate standing in the doorway, we are now parallel with about six inches apart. With this door, the only thing separating us. There are mirrors to my left and mirrors to my right. But this fucking door is thankfully blocking me from appearing in the roommate's field of view. If the roommate takes one step inside or even peers around the door, I'm screwed. So I'm there. So I stand there holding my breath, not making a sound. I hate this. This is so stressful. The roommate proceeds to have a 15 minute conversation while I'm just nakedly standing. (laughs) Wait, is the other person tied to a fucking bed? No, they untied her. That was in the story. Oh, Um, got it. (laughs) if you'd been listening (laughs) kidding i'm kidding um the tutor can see both of us front on and i'm trying to signal to her to wrap this the fuck up (laughs) somehow by the grace of god this roommate was happy standing in the doorway the whole time and did not enter the room or come in any further than the half open door extended as soon as she finally left i locked the damn door and completed our study session in peace P.S. I failed mouth. Sincerely, one of your sluts and whores. <laughs> I am at a loss for fucking words. How? That is not real. That did not happen to a human being. Well, I need to, like, gather my next one. You can make a drink. Nick's going to go again. This one's also a little long, so all good. This person's name is... Twilight 97 anime 97 girl XOXO gossip girl. I put up with some gross ass boys in college, unfortunately, thanks to gender roles and feeling like I had to be polite to everyone. So I go to this party one night with my friends my junior year and have a great night. I end up talking to this one guy, Aaron, that I don't really know, but have lots of mutual friends with in a way that in my mind is a very normal, friendly way. I'm not sure what that sentence means. You're okay. You, in her mind, she doesn't know. She, she doesn't like she's know talking to him in a very friendly. She way. doesn't know Aaron, but they have mutual friends, so they're friendly in a platonic way. Is what I'm gathering yeah. from that sentence. I don't remember specifics, but I was friends with a lot of the guys at this particular house, and it was more of a chill kind of night. <laughs> so I wasn't thinking too much into any anything or anyone there. I lived a block away the ho- from the house, so when the night was over and I started to head out, Aaron offers to walk me home. I say, I'm fine, I live super close and have done the walk tons of times, but he insists again, and I'm just like, yeah, sure, okay, thanks. So we walk back to my apartment, which literally takes less than five minutes, and I'm like, okay, thank you, but he's standing there awkwardly just staring at me on my doorstep like he expects something. We'd been talking about how the apartments I live in all look the same on the outside, but are different on the inside. (laughs) Emily and Paris. So the natural next step in the conversation is like, do you want to see the inside? Big mistake on my part. This is where I was just trying to be polite, but where I should have just said bye and slammed the door in his face. But I digress. He sees the downstairs area and makes his comments on it, dot, dot, dot. But again, makes no move to leave and asks what the upstairs looks like. Insert large sigh here from me, but yeah, sure. It's cool. Come look. Here's my room. 
I get where things were going at this point, but I'm way too inexperienced with guys to know how to get out of it. I would definitely be like boy by now, but just didn't have that assurance at myself back then. I just kind of went with whatever the guy was doing lesson learned. So then he starts kissing me in like, and then literally 11 periods. So then he starts kissing me and like, listen, we've all had a bad kiss, but this one takes the trophy. It was so soft grossly sloppy and saliva and I was not into it at all. It was like he was leading with the inside of his lips. I literally made a comment. <laughs> That's so funny. That's disgusting. Like That's how me and Clary kiss. Yeah, why the fuck anime Twilight 97 girl would you kink shame me and Nick? That's how I kiss Keith. Um, <laughs> master... I was I literally made a comment about how gentle he was being and he was like <laughs> they just put a smiley face. <laughs> I literally made a comment about how gentle he was being and he was like smiley face. <laughs> Colon close parentheses. So we're chilling on my bed, horribly making out, and I don't know how to kick this guy out of my apartment. You would think a guy who literally invited himself all the way from a party to my room would be maybe a little more aggressive about initiating sexual things. But thankfully, no. Definitely to my benefit because I was not down to fuck or do anything with this guy. We'd already crossed the line I was comfortable with. That being said, we literally just grossly made out like middle schoolers for like 30 minutes and then fell asleep. He literally slept next to me, but did not touch me any further than the weird makeout sesh. The worst part was absolutely waking up and having him still be in my bed. My roommate was so confused seeing him leave and still thinks it's the funniest story to this day. Number two, also from Twilight 97 Anime 97 Girl. The context you need here is that I hooked up with this guy, Alex, a handful of times throughout the years. We were always very flirty with each other, definitely just his personality. And every time I said I wasn't going to sleep with him again, we inevitably did a week later. Whoops. Love it. Love the confidence. We were one of those things where if we were in the same room and had both been and and had both had something to drink, we were definitely fucking. Hope he's well. <laughs> Hope he's well. She's the greatest person oh ever. my god. Ryan's sitting here listening to me like I'm in love with her. Anyways, I was at our college bar with friends standing near one of the booths that this girl Sophie and her friends were at. Sophie and I started talking and being flirty and touchy and touchy drunks at after I sat down, we started making out in a relatively gross PDA way. Like we were kind of on top of each other. For the record, PDA is only gross if it's two cis people of the opposite gender. This is true. I can can confirm. If it's gays, if it's lesbians, if it's anyone who's not a cis woman and a cis man, it's fine. Eh. It's beautiful. It's only beautiful when it's two ladies. It's only beautiful when it's two ladies. As a lesbian. But, <laughs> but when I see two guys making out in public, I'm like, fuck yeah, gay rights. <laughs> Born this way. You're like, love wins. <laughs> <I'm> like, <frotting>. <laughs> <laughs> Like fraud each You're other. Like, Do you guys like to fraud? Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm gay too. <laughs> like a crazy person. I'm not crazy. If you ever see two presumably gay men making out in public, just start screaming at them, hey, I'm gay too. See what they say. Go up to the mask if they listen to the podcast. Um, <laughs> I didn't really care about who was looking since we were in a dark bar where everyone was drinking and making bad decisions and I was into it. Until someone taps me on the shoulder while we're still making out. And I turn around to see Alex who has such a shit eating grin on his face. Alex lets me know that as it turns out, Sophie and him are roommates and says, looks like you're coming home with us tonight. Such a weird, small school, small world situation, not super climactic, but thankfully Alex is V chill and not creepy. So it was overall just a very funny situation. A plus head game from everyone in that household. <laughs> I'm going to read a quick one and then a long one. Does that work? Sure. I have. <clears throat> okay. I have three more. This one, the whole text exchange is rather funny because it is me and just to preserve identity, Philippa. one of my closest friends. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Philippa. Fucking Philippa. My close friend, Philippa. <laughs> okay. The amount of times I had someone said, 
oh, well, this story. And I said, can you write a beginning, middle, and end? Every time. Someone was like, one time I fucked a guy and he spanked me. And I was like, does that have a beginning, middle, and end? Chrysanthemum. (laughs) (laughs) What if she's writing us anonymous mail? No, there was multiple times where someone like knew that I she's knew in the, the walls. <laughs> she's here. I can veil her. Okay. There was just like close people were like, "Oh, you know this one story," and I was like, "Spell it out, baby." I'm not telling your. St- I'm not here to tell your story. I'm just here to give it a platform. <laughs> <laughs> the only I've let the- this one thousand listens go to my the head. Only- the only story that we will accept that didn't have a beginning, middle, and end was the road to El Dorado, because one That's one all. sentence was beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. <laughs> if you have a sex story that involves the road to El Dorado, I want it. <clears throat> okay. My what if we just get a flood sex? of emails? <laughs> My El Dorado sex story. I'm like, whoa! What a sexy film. <laughs> There's millions. Oh <clears throat> what if it's like a popular film to lose your virginity to? Could be. Okay. <clears throat> My ex and I were having sex and we were always kind of, and we always kind of did dirty talk. Mm-hmm. One time he said he was my dirty girl on accident. I couldn't stop laughing and he lost his erection. We didn't have sex for like a month after that. LOL. There's not much else to the story. That's okay. We've all been there. <laughs> Who's my dirty little girl? It. Me and Corey. Okay. <laughs> so this one. I would just like to preface this with this was told to me whilst I was floating the river and had drank, had consumed a four loco for the first time in my life. So I want everyone to imagine you're in a floaty, mm-hmm. you're on the Willamette River, uh-huh. and you've drank half a four loco. I'm there, I'm feeling it, I'm in it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I went to Blackview with my high school girlfriend's family. They- Oh, my God. For my high school girlfriend's family vacation. Oregon locals. (laughs) For our three listeners who aren't from Oregon, Black Butte is like kind of a vacation spot near Bend. It's like a ranch. Yeah, I went there two years ago with my family. It was her entire family. Big family, about 20 people. Oh, God. And not only was it a lot of people, but it was also a lot of religious people. Not only were they religious people, but they were worldwide famous people, Grammy-winning musicians and pastors, so big that they'd travel around the world speaking to thousands. Like they were nominated in the religion categories at the Grammys? Oh my God. My girlfriend and I had talked about having sex for a while. If you've been nominated for a Grammy in the religious category, DM us. (laughs) I have some questions. They're not listening! My girlfriend had talked about my girlfriend and I had talked about having sex for a while, but it hadn't happened for multiple reasons until we were at Blackview. The we perfect opportunity. <laughs> I love where right? it's going. I can feel this, like as a high school. For the record, repressed. I do not know what this story is. I have not read this. <laughs> I mean, religious people in Blackview is all you need to know. I, I feel like I can predict. <laughs> We did our thing and it was fine, but the aftermath is what really made it crazy. Immediately after we did it, she told me I had to marry her and that freaked me the fuck out. Then she felt very guilty. We both did a bit. I felt horrible that she felt so horrible. And with that guilt, she felt like she had to tell somebody, somebody in her family. She first told her brother's girlfriend, but still felt guilty. So after about a day or two, she went to go tell her parents. Oh, my girl. Home girl. (laughs) I'm girl, really. Um, There I was at Blackbeat with all of her family. And then her mom comes to get me from my room and asks me to talk to her. My heart sinks and I go to have the talk. Now, this isn't at the end of the trip. This is the very beginning. And I have about six days left with them. But back to the talk. Oh, no, no, no. Shit. I walked into her mom's room, and there was my girlfriend. Her mom sat us down and asked us to explain everything that happened. It was <laughs> We didn't use protection, and she said taking plan B is equal to abortion. I was so, so She's nervous. She's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've used plan B, a.k.a. this is me looking in the goddamn mirror. Did I say plan A? You said plan B. Okay. I hope. This is me looking in the goddamn mirror. That was a fucking abortion. What? 
And next time you need plan B, use code brain cell girls for 15%. I want to get sponsored by plan B. <clears throat> then I had to sit in shame for what felt like years with a huge family that all knew. It was filled with plenty of awkward moments and conversations about the Lord for the rest of my stay. Life changing show stopping. Never been done before. Incredible. Okay. Okay. This person put their real name, but I'm not going to read their name. Um, On leap day, my friends and I all decided we were going to go out to the bars in Newport Beach, and I was determined to hook up with someone that night. So we went out. So we went to the bars and I set my sights on a guy and started talking to him. He told me that he was a Marine and he worked at Camp Pendleton and he was out with all his Marine friends, whatever. So we start making out and come to the decision that he's coming home with me. And he told me that he was the DD for his friends so he could drive us back to my house. So we got in the car and he drives me home and we were in my kitchen drinking. And he's like, I'm actually kind of drunk. And I'm like six question marks. This man drove us both home because he was quote unquote sober Four question marks. Also thinking about how he was supposed to be DD for his friends and left them at the bar in Newport, which is like 90 minutes from Camp Pendleton. So those were the first two signs that this man was trash. But because I am also trash, I still hooked up with him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you are, bitch. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you're in good company, you <laughs> Love our listeners. But, be, uh, okay, I already said that sentence. So we got home, and so we got home, and we're in my kitchen, and then we went upstairs, and we were making out on my bed, and I realized I didn't know where my phone was, so I asked if I could use his phone to call it. So I dialed my number on his phone, and I could hear it vibrating in my room. It was in your pussy, but I didn't know where it was, so I was like, whatever, as long as I know it's here, I'll just find it in the morning. Then I start thinking, and I'm like, you know, guys in the military are always getting married really young and really quickly, and I am not trying to be this man's child bride. <laughs> I don't want to hear from him after this. So I delete the call from his phone. <laughs> Power fucking move. Uh, Good work. I love her. Um, And give it back to him. And he says, oh, I don't think you dialed the right number. It says the last number called is my friend. And I deadass responded to this man. No, I just deleted the call so you wouldn't have my phone number. Kind of iconic, TBH. So then after that... <laughs> So then after that, we still hooked up. Fun fact, he did have a small wiener and a weird military-inspired tattoo on his chest. And we were, like, spooning together after, and this man's body was so hot. Not, like, attractive, but, like, physically very warm. (laughs) And I had a twin-sized bed at the time, so I was like, fuck this, I cannot sleep under these conditions. So I got up and slept in my roommate's bed on the other side of the room. So after hooking up and then spending the night on opposite sides of the room, (laughs) I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, this is awkward if we just wake up like this. So I get back into bed with him and try to sleep some more. He was still hot and it felt like it took forever for him to wake up because I couldn't sleep and I still didn't know where my phone was. So I was just laying there sweating and staring at the wall, wondering when this man was going to leave my house. But eventually he did wake up and then he was like making moves on me like he wanted to hook up again. And I'm like, haha, no, I'm tired making excuses because I want this man to leave my house. But he keeps making moves and I'm like, okay, I'll just give him a little handy and he'll be on his way. That's true. When in doubt, get the hand out. So that's what I do. And this man came on my Apple watch. (laughs) No, absolutely the fuck not. The disrespect. So after that, I'm like, okay, haha. Now you really have to go. because (laughs) I'm going to pass out. Who the fuck wrote this? I'll tell you after. So after that, I'm like, okay, haha, now you really have to go because I have to go disinfect my Apple Watch and be at work in an hour. And this man took an eternity to get ready, like probably 30 minutes, which really doesn't make sense because it's not like he had to pick an outfit or do his morning routine. 
He, he was a Marine. He literally just had to put on the clothes that were next to the bed and walk out the door. So he's finally getting ready to leave. And we walk downstairs and my roommate and my friend are quote unquote sleeping on the couch and trying so hard not to laugh at this man as he took an additional seven minutes to put his shoes on. <laughs> he's finally ready to go. And he gets to the door and asks, uh, do you know where I parked my car? And I told him and sent him on his merry way. God bless the USA and thank you to all of those who have served. That was beautiful. Who the fuck wrote that? Was it? How did I know? You're intuitive. (laughs) That's my big brain. It's your big Wellbutrin filled brain. This one, I have two that are very long from the same person. Do you want to do, okay, <clears throat> I'm going to do one, then you do, then me, then okay. you. Okay, okay. Y'all asked and I will deliver some crazy ass sex stories, or at least stories I think y'all would enjoy. <laughs> this first one has been on my mind lately, but I don't know why <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I don't know which planet is rotating or whatever to make me remember this, but also I'm too lazy to look it up. Shrug emoji. I don't know what planet is rotating. <laughs> I love this person. (laughs) Anyways, this was a few years ago, and I had just moved out of my very abusive partner's house and moved to another state. Called up an old fuck buddy, because basically we always smash whenever either of us needs a rebound with hand-covering mouth emoji and the ah emoji. (laughs) For the record, (laughs) when you send us an emoji, we can see it. However, it is hard to say aloud. Y'all all know what that blah emoji is. Unfortunate, but you know what? It gets the job done. Anyways, we just finished and we're talking and I realize I can't stop talking about all the trauma I just experienced and I'm on the verge of tears. LOL, can you tell I'm cancer? But then my guy holding it down like a real fucking one, the true friend right here just asks me, hey, want to take a shower so you can piss on me? Bless this man. Thank you so much. That's it for story number one. Did, did you do it? Write us back. Um, okay, I'll do a quick one. Did you piss on him? We want to know. <laughs> I'm going to go with yes. I would have. I would have too. If someone wanted me to pee on them, I would. In the shower? Like, whatever. That's true. That's a really good way. Like, I don't have a piss kink, but if someone <laughs> yeah, was neither like, do I. <laughs> hey, you want to? I'd be like, sure. Yeah, I don't have a piss kink either. <laughs> okay do you want to talk about it so someone dm'd us responded to the story of send in your own insane sex stories by either dm or our website and they said oh what about the time i had sex with somewhat famous actor the lead guy in somewhat well-known comedy trilogy (laughs) (laughs) he asked me to punch him in the face the first night we met and had sex he legit said punch me and i said in the face and he said yes i said punch me and i said i met you like 30 minutes ago and then he started punching himself and i screamed stop please stop what is going on and then i had to tell him to come and he did Dot, 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 question mark. The end. Okay. I have a plethora of questions. (laughs) Each sentence got crazier. (laughs) Each (laughs) sentence topped the last. Okay. The wording, the first time we met and had sex, implies there was a second time. Yes. I want to hear about time number two, three, four, and five. (laughs) Not number six, though. (laughs) Skip six and go right to seven. How did you get out of that situation? Alive. So what, did you told him to come? If a man started punching himself while I'm having sex with him? Okay. I, in my, in my, oh my imagination. Gosh. Yeah. In the Clarice Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yes. yes. This person is writing this man and he's like, punch me. And she's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, starts punching himself. And you're like, come for me, baby. And then he does. On command. <laughs> You're like, come yeah, for me. And he's like, splurge. Like? <laughs> like, and he was like, you got it. 
Blast off. He's like, you want it? <laughs> you got it, but it's acapella. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dropping hints. Is he going to sue us? Fingers crossed. And he's here know. with us today. <laughs> he just rolls in, punching himself. But genuinely, dear listener, what was, I want to know about the hopping off of his dick, reclothing yourself and leaving the room. What was that like? What was your goodbye like? Did you share a tender kiss? Did you fist bump? Like, what was, I want to hear. Chest bump? Did you fraught? He was like, hey, hey, chest bump. (laughs) Did you fraught each other? All right, do you have one? I have one. Okay. I also have one more. This is from the same person as previously. Okay. My second crazy sex story. Let me set the scene. We always appreciate a scene set for us. <clears throat> it's the 3rd of July, 2016. I, I was dating Connor at the time, if you also want to picture my life. I had just gotten into a Facebook fight with my ex-girlfriend, and I'm seeking validation from anyone on Tinder. I matched with an old floor mate of mine from the dorms freshman year. Turns out he's in town for the summer. Perfect. Oh, Sorry. Perfect. That night there was a house show. I had that. I, oh my God, why can't, this sentence is hard to read. Perfect. That night there's a house show that I invited him to. Instantly, it was very clear we were smashing later that night. And bless, and bless up too. He's like 6'5 and he got big dick energy. Eyes emoji. So I know I was in for a treat. Hee hee. I love our little sluts. <laughs> I know, they're so fun. We go back to his place after the show and we go to town and like head game. All right. I know I could do better, but damn, he was slanging and banging 11 out of 10 would recommend that penis again. Okay. Please <laughs> DM take- whoever wrote this DM me who this man is. Cause I want to assess. <laughs> <laughs> Nick wants his ad. Nick wants that slanging and banging 11 out of 10 penis. Yes. We take a smoke break and his roommate comes home and I propose a threesome because he's hot too. But funny enough, the roommate was bringing over two people two people later because he had planned a threesome happening. So I end up spending the night because wowie, that night took it out of me. But the next day I asked for a ride Did you home. have a five-way? What happened? I don't know. That's my question. I'm going to When we ask for sex stories, we want to know the specifics of the penetration. <laughs> Also, I'd like to, I don't like the way that I said wowie. Let me say it again. Because wowie, that night took it out of me. That's how I needed to read For that. sure. That was way better. <laughs> Eat my dick, Nick. Mm. But the next day I asked him for a ride home and he's like, yeah, hop on my motorcycle. And then I don't know how to describe this emoji. It's the one that's like, <laughs> it's three of that emoji. So I'm like, wow, this is hot. I put on the helmet and hop on the back and instantly burn my inner ankle on the exhaust pipe. It was so hot. You could smell my skin cooking, dot, dot, dot. So that hurt. But I was not about to embarrass myself and say I hurt it myself. Nick would have. Nick would have been like, I did an out. <laughs> I'm like, I peed. <laughs> <laughs> if someone asked Nick to pee on them, he'd be like, I peed. <laughs> And they'd be like, yeah, I asked you to. I had an oopsie. But I wasn't about to embarrass myself and say I hurt it myself. So he drops me off at my apartment. And I was saying, and as I was saying goodbye, he hands me a firework and says, this is for last night. And then he drives off. So, like, did I get paid with a firework for having sex with him? And, like, did he think he needed to pay me? <laughs> but was like, oh, shit, where's my wallet? Nah, this firework will suffice. Anyways, I lit the firework later that night, and it was actually a good one, so I'll accept it as a parting gift. Never talked to this man again, but I did tell my friend to go smash him too, because that, because oof, that was fire. So Nick, maybe you will get the, the at. Hope y'all enjoyed these, and I'm never doing shit for a man for free anymore. And then I said, holy shit. And then she said, fuck, I forgot something. Addendum. So second sex story. (laughs) So pretending to the second one. In the morning, he showed me a trophy he got made, explained to me that it was for a friend who had just slept with him. On the medallion, it said, Happy number 100. You are the 100th person to sleep with Redacted. (gasps) I know, like using our lingo. It was really weird, but knowing the person it was going to wasn't that weird. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why can I not read this? Okay. Sorry. I am absolutely dyslexic. 
It was really weird, but knowing the person it was going to, it wasn't that weird. Like, that's some shit she would enjoy. All right, last ones. These are a few short ones from one person. First time I ever gave a blowjob, high school, I panicked and was kneeling and fell backwards such that I did a backwards somersault. (laughs) (laughs) In college, was getting into BDSM stuff and was fully tied in a body harness with shibari rope and my partner left the room to use the bathroom and I was blindfolded and he left his door open and the guy who lived in the room next door came up the stairs to go into his room and presumably saw me completely naked and tied to my partner's bed but I'll never actually know for sure we got a massage candle from the farmer's market in their town and it was mint eucalyptus and my partner thought it would be hot to like use the wax for massages then fuck and i was like yes but also please don't finger me with any of that wax on your hand because it's mint and it will burn and he ended up fingering my asshole prompting me to have the most painful butt burning i have ever experienced like probably the equivalent of putting icy hot in your ass and he almost called 911 because i was fully panicking Okay, so met a random girl on Tinder. We had never hung out in real life, but we were both COVID horny. <laughs> we love a recent submission. <laughs> we love we love a topical topic. Um, for the record, we don't endorse random hookups during this time. So ended up meeting at 10.30 p.m. in an abandoned parking lot to have sex in the back of her forerunner. <laughs> And when I got in the car, there was a really crucial series of events. One, she joked about how easy it would be to kidnap me. Two, a LaCroix can can fell out of the passenger side, hit the pavement, and busted open, fully spraying me so I was soaked in LaCroix. Three, she offered me homemade vegan spaghetti pre-fuck, which I politely declined because I didn't want a stomach of noodles before sex. We then had great sex for like two hours. And since I am, I love her. (laughs) I would have sex with her just so we're very, very clear. LaCroix, forerunners (laughs) and vegan spaghetti. Like what more can you want out of a person? We then had great sex for like two hours. And since I am newly out of a relationship, I am very used to snuggling post sex and being like, I love you. So I instinctively was cuddling her and starting to say, I love then panicked. And corrected myself to, I love when you fuck me. Okay, last one. Is this all from the same person? What a wild bitch. I need to know who the fuck this is. You you don't know who it is, but I'll tell you. Okay, one more before recording time. Because I was like, hey, if you have any more, let me know. This is like an hour ago. I went home for summer break this year and was trolling Tinder. Ended up matching with a person who was the college roommate of another person I had had a threesome with the month before. And they lived in the same town as my extended family. So I basically sold my visit to this town as visiting my grandparents and my parents were so proud of me. But in reality, I pre-gamed the family gathering by getting coffee with this person, smoking a joint, and then fucking all at like 9 a.m. Proceeded to go visit my grandparents, probably smelling like weed and with very large hickeys literally covering my neck. And as far as my parents knew, I had gotten coffee with an old college friend prior to seeing my grandparents. The end. Hilo Hero. Let's wrap this shit the fuck up. This whole episode was a goddamn high for me. My high was realizing how genuinely insane our listeners are. Any of y'all could have a podcast. That was crazy. What the fuck? But don't. But if your podcast gets more famous than ours, I will fucking kill you. But don't. That, that wasn't serious. It's actually really hard to start a podcast. It, like, you wouldn't be able to do it. Like, it really does take, like, a lot of work. Ignore the anchor ad in the beginning. It's actually really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Anchor's like, give us our $7. <laughs> anchor charges you. I'm like, Anchor, I have no money. Okay. That was my high. My low is probably at this yeah, bang as, is probably at this moment realizing that we have recorded for three and a half hours. We will see what the official runtime of this episode <laughs> is and how much I end up cutting. 
And who was your My hero, hero has to be alpha male. Or, yeah, true. you know, it's a tie between, oh God, all the submissions. I don't want to pick favorites out of my little students, but dead ass alpha male and Apple watch. I do. Love Apple, Apple watch, watch was great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was, that was that on that. Holy fuck. I'm still like reeling from those. The road to El Dorado like, mortuary. Uh, the five sum question mark. A, a wax finger in the ass. <laughs> I guess what we learned from this is that everyone has had weird, uncomfortable sex and we should all stop being like weird about it. Yes. That's a good point. You know? I didn't tell my fucking queefing story. I guess we'll have to wait for uh, next we'll week. We'll that for later. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like Lorraine wrap it up. I'm like alpha male behind that door like wrap it up (laughs) (laughs) I think my high would be opening my DMs and seeing multiple messages from people being like is this story good and it was like an absolute fucking banger people were like people were like you don't have to read this on the pod if you don't want but um, I did fuck on top of a dead body in a mortuary and I'm like yeah that would be the type of content we're looking for I'm like, yeah, not good enough. Try again. <laughs> and I was like, beginning, middle, and end, please. <laughs> yeah, Lo would definitely have to be reliving the trauma of my mom seeing me naked through a window at my boyfriend. Okay, what's more? What was more house. awful? Realizing that she saw you naked in the cop's bedroom, or having her read your personal stuff? Uh, option C: letting a cop nut in me. Period. End of discussion. Got on birth control for that dude. Gross. The only two people I have let come inside of me are a cop and now a gay man. And I'd have to say my hero. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I'm not picking favorites, so I'm definitely... Mm. <laughs> Unless... I think the road to El Dorado itself was my hero. <laughs> the road that paved the way. The road to oh, losing my virginity. That, um, I would say this podcast really just keeps me from ending it all. <laughs> so, like, keep sending in your stories. Keep no pressure though. <laughs> no pressure though. <laughs> Genuinely, I love this podcast. I love you all. Of you, seventy-one listeners. I love you, we Nick. Have Ninety. I love you, Jesus. We have Ninety listeners. Ew! I what? Know. Shout out to our Singapore listener. Someone using a VPN who lives in Idaho. It's Daryl from Illinois. Okay, this is weird, Mm. but I I just want to know before I share stories. Sheldon, if you're listening, I need you to let me know. The high school? No, the person! And cut. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is executive produced by Clary Smith and Nick Curl. Editing and sound mixing this episode from Nick Curl. Music this episode from Anabolic Beats. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is produced in association with HaHa Productions. If you could please subscribe and rate us five stars, that would really help these two broke bitches out. You can follow Clare on Instagram at thegreasetrapqueen, and you can follow Nick on Instagram at nickcurl. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at BrainCellGirls. And check out our website while you're at it www.braincellgirls.com. Schnitzel, he's lost again, and so living it.